Hello, and welcome back to this podcast series about pharmacy things. This time, we're going to talk about one of the big questions of pharmacy. Why do all medicines taste so profoundly disgusting? Why do manufacturers not manage to disguise them better? And what can we do to make medicines more palatable for those unfortunate enough to need a liquid medicine, which tends to be children who can be rather forthright in expressing their views about what they will and will not take? So first of all, we might want to check our prejudices. Is it really true that all medicines taste disgusting? Well, anyone who's tried Calpol will be able to say it's not. Some medicines are delicious. And, from an unrepresentative sample of medicines reported to a very forward-thinking pharmacist who compiles tasting notes for medicines to help warn patients ahead of time of the worst offenders, the most common rating on the highly rigorous Hagee horrificness scale of medicines flavours is actually fairly average, rated 3 out of 5 on the numeric scale, or not nice, need a drink after on the descriptive scale. However, 16% got given a 4, or properly horrid, enough to make you pull a funny face, and another 10% got the top, or bottom, depending on how you look at it, rating of 5, or so bad you want to cut your head off, please make the taste go away. So no, not all medicines taste disgusting, but a significant proportion do. So why? Well, the main problem with medicines is that they're medicines. It's probably oversimplifying, but medicines are things that do things in your body, so they've got active bits and pieces on them to do stuff. And lots are formulated as salts or acids or other interesting things. There's therefore lots on them to interact with your taste buds. Medicines are fairly likely to be quite flavourful, and not necessarily in a good way. A large proportion of medicines are bitter, and bitter isn't a great flavour to have if you want to make something delicious, particularly if you're aiming something at children, who apparently have an enhanced sensitivity to bitter tastes. The second problem with medicines is again that they are medicines. If you have an abomination of a foodstuff that you don't like, say cinnamon or olives, or your own personal food nemesis, you just leave it out of your baking. But if you're trying to make, say, flucloxacillin, you can't just leave it out and take the rest of the medicine, because it's then not a medicine, or at least not the medicine you were aiming for. And it's similar with the excipients, or non-active ingredients. They're there for a purpose, and if you try to move the propylene glycol, say, you end up with a beautifully tasty medicine, but with all the good stuff clumped together at the bottom after it's fallen out of solution. So we've described the problem. Medicines do often taste awful because the active ingredients and some key excipients often taste awful. And you can't do much about it because the stuff that tastes awful is the stuff that has to be in the medicine to make it a useful medicine. Calcium tablets will always taste like chalk because calcium is chalk. You can try to flavour it, but you'll just end up with flavoured chalk. But it's not great to just pose a problem and then admit defeat. So now we need some solutions. What do the pharmaceutical industry do to try to fix the problem? And can we learn anything from them when trying to make taking medicines a less horrific ordeal? So what do manufacturers try to do? So route one is to try to make sure that the manky tasting stuff doesn't touch the taste buds. The obvious way to do this is to stick it inside a capsule or a film-coated tablet, but you can also do things with liquids too. If you have coated microgranules, they could potentially be suspended in a viscous liquid, and actually the viscous liquid itself could help. To be tasted, things need to be dissolved in saliva. So if you have a viscous liquid, that could itself keep the grim stuff away from the taste buds, at least a little bit. Route two is to try to overpower the taste. As we've said, lots of medicines are very bitter, which isn't a great flavour. It's thought that sweet is much more readily perceived by taste buds, as sugars and the like dissolve really easily and get there first, then sit there taking up the space. So if you can get enough sweetness into your medicine, your taste buds will be so occupied with the sweet bits that the bitter can't compete. The problem then comes when the sweetness fades, but the bitter stuff is still hanging around, which may be where the foul aftertaste of many medicines comes from. You can delay the disgustingness, but you might not be able to avoid it forever. 
But as you can imagine, there's lots of clever people looking at these things, so it can't be more than just let's add a bucket full of flavourings in and hope for the best. There is some clever thinking that complementary flavours can help mask offensive tastes better. So things that are bitter might be masked more effectively with chocolate or cherry flavours, sour with citrus or raspberry-like flavours, salty with butterscotch or similar, and so on. Mint tends to be the nuclear option, as there's a thought that it can kind of numb the taste buds, wiping them out for a bit. Which is why we have the variety of different flavours of medicines we have. It's mainly a vain attempt to find something that works. So what can we do? So the scenario you have is you have a child with a vile medicine, say flucloxacillin, because flucloxacillin is vile. What can we do to help make it a bit less of an ordeal for everyone involved? Well, we could try to follow the same routes that the manufacturers do. So route one was to keep the monkey stuff away from the taste buds. What can we do to achieve that? Well, first off, we could use what the manufacturers have done already. Can your patient swallow a capsule or a film-coated tablet? Some patients just can't, but several paediatric hospitals run successful tablet-swallowing schools, helping children work up from hundreds and thousands through Tic Tacs to Smarties with a range of different techniques for children to try. They tend to be very popular and successful as children get to learn a cool skill as well as get loads of sweets and it can simplify the medicines routines and help them manage them themselves. It's the difference between being given a selection of tablets to take which are much more portable than a load of bottles and having your parent having to measure out a selection of liquids and help you to take them. And if you really can't do this, you can try other things as a physical barrier. So if you have to crush a tablet, having obviously checked already that this is okay with your friendly local pharmacist, mixing it with jam, putting it on yoghurt or something else gloopy can keep the tablety stuff away from the taste buds. But anything else is going to start tasting unpleasant. So it's on to route two, disguising the taste. So how can we disguise the taste? Remember that sweet tastes tend to get to the taste buds first, so giving with something sweet might help. Chocolate, as well as being sweet, allegedly can help to mask bitter tastes, which is a common problem with medicines, so would be a good thing. And the jam you might have mixed a crushed tablet with, as well as being a viscous barrier, is also sweet. Or if you have something that tastes sour, maybe fruit squash might help, though be careful not to dilute things too far. It might dilute the taste a bit, but however good it does this, it's still likely to be fairly vile, so trying to dilute the disgusting away isn't a great plan. 5ml of utter abomination is often better than 100ml of fairly repulsive. So we've done all this thinking, and the optimal strategies we've found are actually very similar to the traditional things people do already. Go to tablet swallowing school, find a paediatric pharmacist for hints and tips on that, mix with jam, bribe with a chocolate starter and a chocolate chaser, because the aftertaste can be the worst bit, or have a drink of squash with it. But now we know why they work, we can give better advice and explain why we're recommending chocolate buttons as a linked sale, rather than looking like we're just trying to drive up business for the dentist down the road. And it's also really important to have an idea of what things taste like, so you can pre-warn patients and parents what you're about to inflict on them. And that's it. Hopefully there's something useful in there for you. And thanks to Steve Haig from Mansfield for giving the world the Hagee horrificness scale and compiling the list of things that taste awful. Thank you, and see you next time.